0: Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Ag State of Mind podcast, a proud member of the Global Ag Network. I am your host, Jason Meadows. Today, I am actually going to be going solo. I am going to be talking about something that is very near and dear to me, and that is the use of prescription medications in the treatment of depression, anxiety, and other mental health disorders. I want to start off by saying that this in no way It will replace any sort of medical advice. This is just the opinions of a medical professional. I am in no way representing my employer. These are simply just opinions of my own. As much as there is a stigma surrounding mental health and just talking about it in the first place, there's an even bigger stigma and misunderstanding around the treatment of mental health disorders and not just disorders, but of seeking counseling, of... All these things of just trying to get your mental health in a better place. Medications, maybe I don't, I can't say if they're either bigger or smaller than than counseling or therapy. But I mean, I'd say they're pretty close. And so I want to talk about and talk about my experience with medications, taking medications for. For my anxiety and how my mindset has shifted around this. And I'll go back to college, and this is a little bit embarrassing to admit. I did not enjoy mental health, any sort of psychiatric medication in college. In fact, it wouldn't be a, a stretch to say that was one of the things I enjoyed least when I was in college. And I'm, I'm not sure why other than I was maybe at a point where I didn't know that it was something that was important. I didn't know it was something that maybe actually existed. You know, these are just the thoughts of a 22, 23-year-old college student who thinks he knows everything and is not well-versed in the world. But anyway... So it, it it was not something that was super important to me and uh, I'll I'll admit right now it's I didn't dive into mental health medications probably like I should have and it wasn't until I started taking my own medication for anxiety. Uh, I think it was in 2013, 2014, somewhere around there. I thought that, and this is, this is an old me talking, this is an old opinion of mine. I thought that taking medications for your mental health, for anxiety, for depression, meant that you were broken, meant that you were weak, meant that there was something wrong with you. And that's really hard for me now to admit, first of all the work that I've been doing and what I understand now, that's really hard for me to go back and say. But it's also really hard for me as a pharmacist to not believe in some of the work that I did. I mean, I know that there are a lot of prescriptions that are given for antidepressants, anti-anxiety medications. Those are some of the biggest medications that us as an industry uses. So it's really hard for me to say that I maybe didn't necessarily believe in them all the way at a certain point. So this is me just trying to make good and trying to understand that I was mistaken. I I have a change of heart, a change of mindset, and that understanding that taking medications for anxiety for depression is no different than taking your medication for your blood pressure you know if you have a blood pressure of uh, 180 over 105 you aren't going to fault someone for taking their lisinopril or their metoprolol or their imlodipine those are all blood pressure medications so if somebody is experiencing uh, a mental health crisis mental health uh, condition why is it any different? Why do we treat our brain health any different than we would the health from the rest of our body? And, you know, I think that was a big part of, of me, like really understand and, I, and I'll, I'll give credit where credit is due. It's to my wife, it's to Carrie. She's the one who really got me to understand that this is important. This is something that is super important that you need to talk about, that you need to help yourself understand that, you would have no shame in taking a medication or even going for it. If you had strep, strep throat, you had no problem taking an augmentin, an antibiotic prescription. So why would you fault yourself for taking an antidepressant? And since then, I mean, it's been really, really hard for me to talk about even still, even when I accepted that I was taking it, And full disclosure, the medications that I have taken, I started on Zoloft, uh, Sertraline. I started on 50 milligrams, went up to 100 milligrams. Back when I was having some nerve pain issues with my back uh, around 2017, 2018, I switched to Cymbalta. So Cymbalta is very similar to Zoloft, but it is a SNRI where Zoloft is an SSRI. Zoloft only works on serotonin in the body, whereas Cymbalta works on both serotonin and norepinephrine, and it has a a secondary use as uh, for for pain. So it was going to be trying to treat both my back pain and being used for uh, for anxiety. So it was I got into a point where, and I'll I'll, I'll tell you right now, I have tried to take myself off of them a couple of times because I still suffer from a stigma. I still have a hard time understanding that this is something that I need sometimes. And I think that's the invincible, I don't want to admit anything is wrong with me part of me. But from all that I have studied, all that I know about myself, all of the issues that I've had, I understand that taking these medications is a way for me to be whole. It's a way for me to be a better version of myself. And I want to make it well known that I do these. I take medications. I believe in them, but, and this is a very big, but here, I, also believe that they aren't the end all be all you can't just go to or you shouldn't a lot of people do just go to their physician get a prescription for an antidepressant and they think that they should be cured. Depression doesn't work that way. Anxiety doesn't work that way. You have to have a multi multifaceted approach to treating your mental health. For me, it's been medications. Taking both a Cymbalta and Zoloft have helped me tremendously. They are a very, very integral and crucial tool in my mental health toolbox, but they aren't the only thing. Uh, I've talked a lot about exercising. I've talked a lot about uh, journaling, about going to see a mental health professional, going and trying out meditation. These are all things that are super important important as well. And you have to see your mental health treatment as a pie graph, as a pie chart. And each of us is going to have uh, as many or as few uh, parts of that pie graph as as are necessary. For me, uh, my pie graph, like I said, includes medication, self-care, exercise, journaling, meditating. I have a very multifaceted approach to taking care of my mental health, and I believe everyone should. And my, my goal here today and the point of this podcast is to... Help everyone understand that medications are and can be a very, very useful tool if they are used correctly. They should always be done at the advice of a medical professional you should consult your doctor, you should consult a nurse practitioner, uh, you should even consult your licensed therapist about these things too, because they all have very unique insights to to them. And, you know, and another thing I'll go back and talk about, and that's my relationship with alcohol. I thought myself back when I still drank, I Thought that that was a good way for me to deal with my stress. And I found out that it is not. And I'm not saying that people can't drink alcohol. I know many people do. I know many people do and don't have a problem. Um, I'm saying for me, I used it as a tool. I used it as a crutch and it masked a lot of pain for me. And I want everyone to know that if you are using that, if you're using alcohol or any sort of drug of any sort to mask any sort of pain, uh, I encourage you to maybe take a deeper look at that because it it, it was something that was bringing me down instead of proper me up. And so I encourage everyone to hopefully change your change your outlook on that. Um, I appreciate you guys giving me the opportunity here to talk about a little bit different side of things for me. Uh, I am a pharmacist. Uh, I think that when I tell people that they're surprised by it, especially I made a post on Instagram a few months ago, introducing myself to followers, to new followers I had. And one of the things I mentioned is that I was a pharmacist and you wouldn't believe the people that I knew on Instagram that did not know I was a pharmacist, people who I've been having interactions with for You know, over a year now, and they had no idea. So, I am going to do a better job of kind of flexing my pharmacist muscles here and, uh, using my education to bring a little bit different content to you every once in a while we're going to keep with the same sort of stuff, but I'm going to sprinkle in these little things and these little, uh, parts of information about, uh, about my professional life, because I think it's very valuable. And I think it's a, it's part of what makes the approach to this podcast very unique in that I am a pharmacist and there's not a lot of pharmacists doing this work especially in the ag industry so and rural industry if you enjoyed this episode tell your friends about it. Uh, and if you want to go the, the next step further, go leave us a review on iTunes. I would greatly appreciate it. Leave us a five-star worded review. I would love to hear y'all's feedback. And I appreciate you joining in on this journey that we have to make rural America healthy again. All right, guys, we'll see you next week. We'll have an episode with a different guest next week, an actual guest, someone I think that most of you who follow along the podcast are very familiar with. I'm not going to give you any more information than that. Someone who is a really influential and a really great person. So, all right, I'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Ag State of Mind. We hope this episode has encouraged you. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Ag State of Mind, And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify so you never miss an episode. See you next week.